I absolutely love um, the concept of Girls on Another Level. You know, I'm all about women empowerment. I'm Tierra Drake, and I'm the founder of Girls on Another Level. In a nutshell, Girls on Another Level aims to progressively empower women who are a catalyst for success. It is my mission to highlight African-American women who are well-established in their careers. What is needed are inspiring and real stories from women who have experienced things and can help guide other young women on their desired career path. My passion is to explore women's stories and what it really takes for women to be successful. The goal is to elevate and inspire the minds of women while they navigate their journey to a beneficial future. With the voice God gave me, I am committed to helping others become a girl on another level. Hey guys, so welcome back to another episode of Girls on Another Level. So, you know, this season I've kind of been doing things differently, not doing a, a scripture um, from the Bible, but more of quotes, more encouraging things. Um, now I'm just learning to live in the moment and be present. And so the things that I'm saying and sending as encouragement is stuff that I'm saying to myself. Um, right now I am going through a transition phase and so just really, you know, figuring things out, reevaluating things. So this is stuff that I say to myself and I want to keep it real. So let, let's just open it up. But um, what I do um, every every day, I have an affirmation that I state. Um, and so I have an alarm set on my phone um, for it to alert me three times throughout the day. That way I can just be repetitive with that affirmation, fully believe the affirmation and what I'm trying to speak over my life. Um, that way it can be, you know, ingrained in me where it's second nature don't have to think about it I know like this is what it is so since this episode is airing for Tuesday what my Tuesday daily affirmation is it says and I'm a listen we keep it real so I'm gonna say how I say it um in addition to me having the reminder set in my phone to go off three times a day also have it written on sticky notes that's on my mirror so I see this first thing when I wake up and go to the bathroom and so I, I'm gonna say how I say it so when I'm in the mirror for Tuesdays <laughs> I just say sis listen doors are opening the wait was not punishment it was preparation you're gonna say that again because I, I didn't fully believe it as I'm saying it right now and when I don't fully believe it or I'm just like uh today is just not the day you know then I, I, I say a quick prayer um, and just ask the Lord, Lord, pull from my strength that I have given me the power and courage to believe what I'm saying. That way it can come forth in your name. I pray. Amen. So we're going to say this again and I'm going to get a little loud, but sorry, y'all. This, this is what it is. This is what I do. So Tuesday's daily affirmation says, sis. Doors are opening. Ooh, get excited, get excited because doors are opening, girl. That weight wasn't punishment. You didn't just go through it just because it was preparation. And I added a couple extra words, but I felt at that time. You feel me? So, um, you know, what I'm going to start doing the next couple of episodes is actually letting you guys know what my daily affirmations are for when I do air the episodes. That way you can just take that um, and, you know, speak it if you want. Um, just kind of glance over it um, and, and take what you need from it. 
But let, let's get back into the episode. From the clip that I'm about to play, can you guys guess what career we're going to be talking about today? I tell you you don't know how to lie. What kind of lawyer don't know how to lie? Lie and lawyer. Go together. Lawyer. Lawyer. That's all yes. Today, I have the honor and privilege to interview Gianni Moore. Um, She is currently on a journey to becoming an attorney. And so I just want to dive into her story. She's doing more than being an attorney. She's wearing multiple hats. So everyone that's listening, let's welcome Gianni in. How are you doing today? I am doing well. Again, thank you for having me. Um, I've really been looking forward to this. I think this is my first podcast. So... Awesome. Awesome. Well, it is a pleasure to have you. I'm gonna, I'm excited for you to um, just share your journey. Um, so I definitely want to dive in there. So I know um, that you are currently um, pursuing a career as an attorney. Um, so you're not an attorney yet. Um, but what inspired you to um, go down this route and pursue this career? Correct. So I am not an attorney yet. But I am on my way to law school. Um, For the last three or four years, I have been working as a paralegal slash case manager. So I've been working closely with attorneys um, and basically following cases that they have from A to Z. Um, It didn't start there, though. It started when I was younger. Of course, you know, we all have those big dreams that we say at our our pre-K graduation like me. I want to be an attorney, but we really don't know what that means. Um, And so fair enough, my actual undergrad degree freshman year was supposed to be film. I had a passion and um, a creative eye in film. I still do. But I say that to say the more that I got into um, working at a law firm, I realized that I did have a true passion to help people um, and understand why we have laws in place and um, how it comes to help people. So that's just a little bit about where I am now. Wow. So that's interesting. I didn't know that um, you were originally looking to go into film. Um, right. That's definitely a, <laughs> a career switch, a, a transition, but that's awesome. I think. Of course, that is the whole purpose of college to figure out, you know, what you want to do long term and discover your passions. Um, So that's that's really interesting. Now, is there a particular specialty or particular area of law that you're wanting to focus on? Um, Not at the moment. Um, I'm still figuring that out. And of course, that's why I'm working, you know, working on different types of cases. The firm that I work at now. we are a full service firm. So we do criminal law, we do um, personal injury litigation so that I will know, um, you know, once I finish law school, exactly what I want to do. Or if I just want to have a full service firm, like, you know, my boss. So it's pretty much good that I'm getting the experience now. Um, And I always tell people, you don't have to make that decision now. A lot of people think, you know, when they make that decision to take the next step and go to law school or, even be a paralegal or case manager, whatever it is, they're like, I want to do this one type of law. And that's fine if that's really what you want to do. But the reality of it is people don't know what they want to do. So my advice is to get the experience so you know, because I know one thing I won't do is be a divorce attorney. (laughs) 
just I've working on stories. those type of cases, I'm like, no, ma'am, you cannot pay me a million dollars to work on a divorce case. <laughs> I've heard the stories, and it's crazy. Everybody says that, like, you have to be a tough person to want to deal with being a divorce attorney. <laughs> Right. And there's so many moving parts behind it. Um, the only way I would do it is if the two parties agree. But if not, <laughs> you could not pay me. You would cannot pay me. So that's the only um, kind of field of law that I am disinterested in just from working in the legal field for the last couple of years. I'm like, no, <laughs> not that. <laughs> OK, OK. Now, I'm curious because I don't really know as far as, you know, the process to becoming a paralegal. So is it like a certain certificate or do you have to have a bachelor's? Like, what was the process like um, when you first became a paralegal or as a case manager? Right. So I will say each um, state has its specific requirements with regards to being a paralegal, my advice um, to anyone who wants to be a paralegal that may be listening is to find um, a program that does give you the certificate. My journey was a little bit different because I started working at a law firm my the end of my sophomore year in college. So I kind of already had that experience. And by the time I graduated um, undergrad, I kind of was like filtered in to being a paralegal because I already had the experience, um, which is not the certificate in Georgia, I will say is not required um, to work directly with an attorney. But I will say, make sure you look up your state laws regarding that because some some laws, um, some states, I'm sorry, are stricter than others um, when it comes to having the actual certificate. I will say, too, if you're taking a gap year, it is um beneficial as well between like if you're taking a gap year between undergrad and law school um or a few gap years it is very beneficial if you're going to go straight into law school I wouldn't recommend it because you would just be wasting your money just to go into and do kind of the same thing but if you're still trying to get your feet wet and figure out okay do I really want to go to law school and you take a couple years off I would definitely recommend um getting the the paralegal certificate Okay. Okay. Now, look, I'm taking notes because I, I was just so curious about it. Um, so that's interesting to know. Um, so definitely make sure you're looking at the state's requirements and what you have. Okay. Right. Awesome. And a lot of, a lot of firms too, they want you to have that. If you don't have the certificate, they want you to have that experience. Um, so if I, for example, if I didn't want to stay at the firm that I'm at now, which that is not an option for me. I love where I'm at. But if I did want to leave, um, I do have the experience under my belt that a lot of firms ask for. So you want to, if you, you know, can't afford the paralegal certificate or whatever the case may be, you want to start now if you're interested. So you can get that ex as much experience as necessary um, so that you can qualify for those positions that you're applying to. Okay. Okay. That's interesting. Now, as far as being a paralegal, I know you said the firm that you work at um, is a full service firm. So like, what's the typical day in the life like um, for you as a paralegal? Right. So where I work, um, we're, kind, we're not micromanaged. Um, 
I do have my own set schedule of how I pretty much follow up with my cases. Um, once I came into the firm, I was assigned cases in each area. Um, and then I kind of set my own deadlines within there. And each Friday we have our um, full staff meeting where everybody, all the pay paralegals, all the attorneys, we sit down and we follow up on every case that we have open just to make sure that we're meeting and setting those deadlines. So I know myself, um, if I have set those specific deadlines, I also do it within days. So a Monday morning for me, I will come into the office, of course, make me a cup of coffee because... I cannot live without it. <laughs> and then I would sit down, open up my planner. I have a specific planner just for work. And then I also have a planner just for um, my personal stuff. So I open up my work planner and I look at what's going on for the week. And I also, like I said, schedule out my things by days. So I may work on, um, I don't know, just some court dates that I see coming up. I may just work on that all on Monday. Tuesday, I may just work on drafting stuff. Wednesday, I, I just may work on... Um, calling all the clients just to follow up and give a status update so it really just depends on the day and also the caseload and what's um, pretty much going on at the firm in general oh wow okay and now i i feel like this field is something in which you're not just going to be a paralegal just for the fun of it you know this right is right that you have to be passionate about. So exactly. what skills or qualities do you think it takes um, in order to be successful or effective in this field? Exactly. I think the biggest thing, like you said, is you got to have the passion for it because um, perspective, these are people's case. But for example, if somebody gets into an accident, we may look at it as just, you know, oh, they got into an accident. But at the same time, they're looking at it like, this is my car. This accident has affected me because I cannot get to work. I cannot move around without being in pain. So one, you have to have a passion for it so that you understand and connect with your clients. Um, another thing I would say is having those organizational skills. Like I mentioned, planning out those dates and those deadlines, because if you are not organized, it is very easy to miss deadlines. And again, these are basically people's lives essentially. And so if you don't stick to those deadlines, you may miss out on somebody's um, right that was given to them. So you just have to make sure um, you are, you definitely have a passion for it and you are definitely organized. Those are the two main things I will say about that. Okay, yeah, definitely because you know, we follow each other on Instagram. So when I saw it, I was like, okay, she's in the law field. She's a paralegal. I said, who kudos, but it's really amazing to see that, you know, a woman of color um, is going out in that field in that area, because I think we are um, underrepresented in that area. And so I, for me, law is something that I think, you know, as a young adult, we should definitely pay attention to and so right. what are some things um you would say that for us the younger generation you know growing up how we should look at law and kind of take that first step into you know just learning about our laws and the rights that we have right and so my thing I would say to um, even my younger self is just to know your rights for one and understand how the court system works in general. Because um, you may think, for example, I don't know, the easiest to explain is with criminal law, you may think that you're taking a plea 
um, and that'll help you. But that plea may be on your record for from now until 20 years from now and then you can't get a job or um it's hindering you from you know doing whatever you need to do and then you know you're calling the attorney like hey i don't know what's going on and it's because you took that plea because you didn't know um fundamentally how that would affect your rights and you moving forward so i think it is important to even if you aren't going through anything criminally um even just regard with regards to knowing um civilly and criminally just the rights in general and just speaking with an attorney my advice would just to be at least have one attorney in your network and just call them up from time to time and say hey you know this is what i'm going through um is there any advice you have for this or just kind of pick their brains i know a lot of attorneys would be willing to just help out like you said we have a lot going on now in this day and age um especially with you know certain supreme court cases being overturned and things like that so you just want to make sure you have somebody in your network you can talk to and get advice from um if you can just so you know when that time does come for you to make a decision regarding your rights um that you're not putting yourself in a position to hinder yourself 10 10 to 20 years from now oh yes i i'm taking that advice for myself because it's it's definitely important like you mentioned you know certain things are happening right now and it's definitely important I don't want to be you know one of those people left out not knowing you know what decisions I I can make and what my rights are so I'm definitely going to take advice from myself Um, but I know you are on your journey to becoming an attorney so Kind of right now, where are you in that process and what is needed um, for you to become an attorney? So this one is a tough one. Um, If you are going to law school, you know that you have to take the LSAT, which is administered by the Law School Admissions Council. Um, And the LSAT basically is a way for law schools to determine your... um, probability of success to finish law school and um, pass the bar exam, which is required to become a lawyer. Um, And it's interesting because I asked my boss, I was like, what's the difference between an attorney and a lawyer? Because, you know, a lot of people use those interchangeably. And I never Mm -hmm. knew. And he said, an attorney is when you, one, graduate law school. When you take the bar and you pass the bar, that is when you actually become a lawyer. And so... I thought that was interesting, but I say that to say, um, to get into law school, you have to take the LSAT. And where I am now is I have taken the LSAT for the third time. Yes, the third time. I said the third time. And I now just found out I have to take it for a fourth time to get the score that I need to get into law school. Um, It's scored on a scale. And so the range that you want to get into determines your one scholarships and then of course your um measure of success of how well you'll do within um law school and so it's strange um i am scoring on the lower end not where i need to be just speaking in full transparency so i am registering to take that test again in january to apply for the fall um and so that's where i am i am like I said, fully transparent about it. Everybody's journey is different. So don't think that it's going to be easy just to get in. Um, my undergrad GPA was okay. Some people can get away with a low score if you have a really high GPA because it evens out. But for me, I, that I, 
I'm not one of those people. So I'm glad that I am able to um, right now work in the field already just so I can continue to get that experience and then keep working on getting into law school. So <laughs> it's definitely a journey. And I want to say, first off, thank you for being transparent because oftentimes, of course, because of social media, it's always this game of we we see the good things and it's like, you know, right. no one is an overnight success. So I definitely want to say thank you for being open about that because really why I have this podcast is we, we need to hear the bad as well. You know, some people just assume that when they try one thing and it doesn't work, that it's time to give up or, you know, that career, or that passion isn't meant for them. But you, right. you have to work hard to, you know, get the exactly. things that you're looking for. So thank you for being open about that. And of you're, course, girl, you're going to get it. You are going to pass it. <laughs> exactly. I At first, you know, of course, it's, it's a little disappointing and it's a little discouraging. But when you think about it, like I said, this is one of my passions. So it's like, I don't have a choice to stop. I have a choice to keep going. Um, and then I've talked to many attorneys and lawyers who are like, bump that test. Like that test has nothing to do with law school in general. Once you get in, you will be fine. And a lot of um, lawyers I've talked to are like, just from speaking to you and hearing you talk about how passionate you are about it, no test is going to determine it fully your um measure of success because you're already successful within the field and they see how I work on the cases and it, you know that gives me that extra reassurance and confidence um just in confirmation to know that this is something that is my true passion you know so it's no big deal like you said I will get there <laughs> yes you will you will it's it's meant for you it's exactly. just for us it's, it's on God's timing I think you know Exactly. We're always yep. excited about what we do, and it's like we're we're waiting, but we just have to be patient. It's coming, girl. It's coming. Right. I already know it. Too, <laughs> you never know who's listening. So I just wanted to give that extra um, encouragement because, like I said, I've taken it three times, which is unusual. Well, I won't say it's unusual. A lot of people have taken it more than three times because, like I said, um, they want to get that scholarship money. I'm just trying to take it to get in, but there may be somebody <laughs> right. who's listening who has who's in my same position. Uh, who has to take it for a third or fourth time so just keep going just keep going don't stop yes 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 i love it now i'm curious to um get your thoughts on this um because we definitely live in a world where you know women are thriving in businesses um and having multiple sources of income and so I know you do have another passion of yours um, that we're going to dive into here in just a moment. Um, but what are your thoughts on um, people doing multiple passions um, at one time? My thoughts on that is um, it can definitely be done. I've seen pe other people do it and I've seen myself do it. But you have to have a certain level of passion for one. Um, and then you have to have a certain level of organizational skills in gyms where you're sitting here and you're like, what do I do next? Like, what's next? And if you don't know how to handle that mentally or just be strong about it, it can break you. Um, it is hard. You will have to learn how to manage your time and, you know, split up your things. But my advice would also be to 
find those passions that you can can create and make it into one. So yes, I have two businesses, but they kind of go hand in hand. So legally attractive, um, it goes with me, you know, working in the legal field. So I was able to take both of those passions and make them one. So it doesn't seem like I'm doing two jobs. It honestly feels like I'm just doing one because my passions go hand in hand. Oh, wow. Okay. And so now I know about Legally Attractive, um, but for uh, people that are listening, um, just tell the listeners a little bit about your business um, and where, you know, they can find you. Right. Okay. So Legally Attractive is um, basically a women's boutique um, and brand. I'm kind of shifting more into a brand and I'll tell you a little bit about that in a minute, but Legally Attractive it was aimed to inspire women working in the legal field initially just through fashionable clothing. Um, and so when I first started Legally Attractive, Attractive was when I first started working at the firm that I work with now. And I noticed, um, you know, just going to court and just being in an office setting that we as women feel restricted to wear certain things like for example a pop of color you may be scared to wear those springy colors because we're used to wearing black beige gray tan just neutral colors um and so i know sometimes i wear a little pop of color but still you know look professional and my co-workers will be like wow you look really nice how are you able to like incorporate those colors and still look professional and so that's um how the birth of legally attractive happened and then fast forward now i figured out that it reached so many people um just not working in the legal field i've reached teachers i've reached people just working in office settings so now i'm shifting into um that target audience and how i can um, cater to everyone and so if you want to learn more about legally attractive you can find me on instagram it's just at legally attractive and that's l-e-g-a-l-l-y the word attractive and then on facebook it's um at legally attractive as well and then our website is www.legallyattractive.com awesome awesome now i am curious because i know and i'm not going to be correct on the um actual year but i know a while back um you had another business and I believe it was cosmetics, like lip gloss and stuff like that. Um, and so of course I know with owning a business, it definitely has its ups and downs. Um, but what type of business tips um, were you able to take from that previous business um, and integrate into Legally Attractive? Right, and I think it, it goes back to um, basically what I said a little bit earlier about those passions and making sure that whatever business you're pursuing is a part of your true passion. So I did have Gianni Cosmetics and that was, you know, lashes, lip gloss and um, matte lipsticks. And it was cute. It was fun. It was um, good for the time being and I had fun doing it. But I realized like, dang, this isn't what I was really meant to do. Like I couldn't see myself 20 years from now still having Gianni Cosmetics. It was just something that um was fun for the time being and I was like I can't operate a business like this if that's not my true passion what am I doing <laughs> and right. so I, I took a step back from that and um I was I just thought like I sat for a couple months and I was like okay yeah it's time for something new because I realized you know I was shifting into actually finding out 
okay, this is what I want my major to be. At the time I had um, Gianni Cosmetics, I was undecided. So it kind of was just there for the time being. Um, and so once I was able to think on what my passions were, um, which are fashion in the field of law, I was like, okay, I know what I'm gonna do. I know what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna make these into one, legally attractive. <laughs> and that's how I got to where I am now. Yes, I love it. I think, you know, as kids, we always have these different passions or hobbies. Um, and we think that we can only do one. And I just right. love the fact now, you know, it's like, just take the time and, you know, strategically plan, but you can do both. If it's more than, you know, more than two, you can do anything, you know, and it's exactly. very inspiring to hear. And I love that your passions kind of clump into one. Um, and I think for, because now um, I actually work um, in a corporate office setting um, before I was doing work from home. So I'm, I'm in sweatpants all day, <laughs> every day, you know, and right. just from the short amount of time that I've been in, you know, the corporate office setting, it is very much let's wear black let's wear beige let's wear gray and it's just giving very bland and so <laughs> it's so funny because I also get that same thing from co-workers as well like I I may come in a little bit with lavender or you know a pop of pink and, and they just they're just so fascinated like right wow, like you you were able to put this on and I'm like yeah like it not only helps you just look good but you you feel good you know it just gives you an extra boost of confidence so I definitely like that your um your brand let me say it correct because it is a brand um <laughs> but your brand caters to that that person who's you know hesitant or shy or don't think you know that this is something that they could be comfortable in but you, you just have to rock it. So I definitely love, you know, the motivation and the passion and the your why um, behind your brand. So that's awesome to hear. Definitely. I appreciate that um, because I always want people to know, you know, when they either purchase or um, even just support or come to the page, I want them to know that they're represented too. And so that was another thing when I was coming up with you know, names and everything else, I didn't want it to be just something that catered to myself. And that's why it, it shifted into a brand because I was like, okay, I can appeal to more just than people working in the legal, legal field. Um, and so it was interesting because I always thought, you know, the name Legally Attractive, I thought it would just appeal to just people working in the legal field. But I had so many people, you know, purchasing or supporting me and they would be like, coming back for more. And I'm like, wow, but you're not a, a paralegal or a case manager or you don't work in an office, but you still want to support. And so I was like, wow, okay, I can do this. Yes, yes. Now, I'm curious to know, how do you find the balance? Because you are, are currently a paralegal, you are studying for the LSAT, <laughs> and you have a business. So it's like, how, how do you balance your work life your social life how does that go for you I will tell y'all it is it is definitely hard and it's something that you have to learn um and I'm just now learning how to balance all of that the old me a few months ago was crumbling I even though I had great organizational skills and time management it was just very overwhelming because 
it would be like, what do I do? How do I do this? And so I would always take a break, which is fine. It's it's fine to take a break, um, but just make sure you always come back. But when you learn how to balance, it'll be easier to manage your time and um, split it up. And so my advice um, for anybody who's struggling with balance would be to take a break first, take one big break where you take a couple of months and you focus on just yourself because once you work on yourself and you come back whole, you're able to pour into your business and all of your goals. I couldn't do it because I was, at the time I wasn't whole. Like I wasn't, I was crumbling mentally. I was crumbling physically. I was going through so many things, trying to focus on getting to law school, trying to focus on running the business, um, trying to focus on getting to work on time. So it's just like, make sure you work on yourself first so you can come back to your business and be ready to fight and just take it down. Yes. Yes. I love it. I love it. And you know, I am a person where I'm learning that let's focus on the small accomplishments. We may not be at our full goal as of yet. It's coming, but, you know, definitely appreciate and be grateful for the small steps that we take. So lately what I've been doing is I want to take just a little moment for you to um, just kind of shout yourself out. I don't think we give ourselves enough credit for the things that we're handling, um, multiple plates, you know, that we're, we're juggling. So take this little moment just to shout out what you've, you know, accomplished so far on your journey. Right. And I love that because I was actually just the other day. It's funny that you say that I had to sit myself down and I had to write on a piece of paper. I was like, cause I felt so defeated. Just, just hearing that score that I just got back from the LSAT and not going um, into law school this fall. So I was like, dang, sad. And I didn't really know, you know, what to think. But then the more I thought about it, I was like on a piece of paper, I'm 23 years old and I've had a business for two years. Um, I am creating generational wealth my parents are helping me with that um i'm a dog mom i own my car i have my own place i pay all of my bills thank god and just um in a sense of like gratitude and just thank myself thank god for where i am because there's people who could be in a way worse situation and are actually in a way worse situation but when you think about it it's like wow give yourself some more credit I am exactly where I'm supposed to be and where I need to be. Yes. Awesome. Awesome. I love it. And so as we kind of close up, I know you mentioned where people can find legally attractive, but you know, they may not have written it down the first time and they need to see all the amazing things that you're doing. Um, So let the people know um, one more time where they can find you. Okay. So you can find me on Instagram, Facebook, and now Twitter. But um, our at sign is just at legally, A-L-L-Y, the word attractive, A-T-T-R-A-C-T-I-V-E, legallyattractive.com. Um, it should be very simple. It's just the word legally, the word attractive. Um, and that is how you can find us pretty much on anywhere, Instagram, Facebook, or just use the Google search bar and just type. Awesome. Awesome. I love it. Well, it has been a pleasure learning your journey. Um, I wish you nothing but continued success. You are going to pass on your next attempt for the LSAT. 
I love that you are not giving up because you know that this was meant for you. So just keep going, girl. I am so thankful just to have this opportunity to um, share my story with others. I know there may be somebody listening. If there isn't, they will be listening soon. That is in my position. Um, But my advice is just to keep going. Nothing beats a failure but a try. So even if you um, have not reached those goals that you want to reach, just try and keep pushing. You'll get it someday.